you know I never, ever, ever forget my parents. Never. By the grace of God, my mom is still alive, and man, I'm so proud of her. So proud of her, man. And she continues to be an example, you know, someone for me to admire and appreciate each and every day. And although my dad is no longer here, he still serves as an example. He still, you know, is a leader, a real thriving force in my life. And um, there are times I think about, you know, what would dad say? What would dad tell me to do? You know, I used to really, really wing it and do a lot of relying on myself. And that's because, you know, that goes back to him, you know, uh, highlighting that, you know, something I was experiencing, he caught it. And he felt similar. He, I'm different. I'm just different. And instead of him, you know, uh, making it an issue, he made it a highlight. He said, no, you're different. And that's going to be, that's a great thing. It's something to own, something to be proud of. And trust me, it's going to be that thing that's going to continuously be a positive force in your life and once again as usual he was right he was right and you know do I miss him yeah sure I do sure I do but I carry him with me everywhere I go you know I do and you know he didn't put a lot of pressure on me to live up to his giant you know uh, reputation you know, he's a giant of a man as far as, you know, the people that knew him and associated with him and rode with him. And he had a massive, massive, you know, uh, friend list, as they say. Massive. And it was because he was different. He took an IQ test and scored so high it was insane. And he could have easily been a professor in a college. But that's just not the way his life went, you know. And it was that uniqueness is what he became known for. And like father, like son, you know, my being different is what I became known for. And it was in our favor, you know. So not a bad thing, not a bad thing. But... Dad used to, you know, he really didn't have a lot of time to school me on life. He didn't. He just didn't, man. He had so many people in his life. And not to mention my brothers and sisters, you know. His, you know, fam, you know, uh, brothers and sisters, you know. His hands was full of friends, you know. And he was just, you know, too divided, you know pulled on from so many different angles I never tried to you know corner him in and say well your dad you're supposed to do you're supposed to no 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 if you really love and honor and respect someone you understand their position and the position that they live in their reality you know you have to respect that and I did but I will tell you that you know I treasure each and every day each and every moment and when I was 
closer to my teen years or whatnot. And dad, I always had so much going on. I would, you know, people would drop off different things, you know what I mean? And one time they dropped off. He, he had hardly went to school for, uh, just decided to take a class on fixing, you know, uh, repairing washing machines and dryers. So I talked to him into me and him going and business and doing that. And, you know, some may say I may have bugged him a little bit, but he just knew I wasn't going to let up. It was something for us to do for us, and it's something I really wanted bad. And he didn't let me down. Someone dropped off a uh, pest control, you know, gadget. And so he looked at me because he already knew. Before we knew it, we were registered pest control. <laughs> and, you know, we were just... I, I, do, you know, went into, you know, these businesses, you know, and it was a father-son moment in time, and it was just something that, you know, he felt like, you know, he, he ain't gonna let me off the hook anyway, so we're gonna go and do this thing, we're gonna go and do it right, I want him to know I'm there for him, and uh, he did it, he did it, and one thing he did do, you know, Got me out of a jail. I was, uh, you know, ambitious like I am now. And I had a lot of things going on. But one thing I really had going on at that particular time, I was doing these shows. And they were kind of similar to uh, Showtime with Apollo. And I just came up with an idea, put it into effect. You know, I knew, and it all started with, well, long story, when I get into that. But um, we did the, I did the show, did the shows and everything, and you know I would offer to help any contestants, you know, to try to you know help with their act because I too had been you know a previous performer, and so you know I had already been on stage dancing to you know to talent shows with my friends and things of that nature, so I understood the entertainment feel and what it took you know, to get the crowd into what your act is. So I offered them that free service, you know. And it led to a little situation. And uh, um, long story short, Dad told me the best way to get out of that was to have a female friend answer that phone. Get one of my lady friends to answer that phone. And that'll you know, stop what was going on at the time. And he just said, you're always, you, I always told you that you're just too nice. You're too nice and you're too accommodating, you know, when it comes to women. And that's going to come back to haunt you one day. And he was right. Again, he was right. Came back to haunt me several times. And uh, one thing about it, man, I used to want to see my dad so bad that I used to hang out on a street corner, this curb. Never forget it. Every day, hang out on the curb. And every now and then he'd pass by. Now, keep in mind, he had people working, you know, with him. And he didn't do a lot of the driving. And so every now and then he'll pass by, you know, wave, blow the horn or whatnot keep going and never blew more he'd have you know had him somebody tell him to pull over for a minute 
you know, talk to me for a second, and I know, give us money and stuff like that, you know, and I could care less about the money. That was my siblings' thing. For me, I just wanted that moment in time. It meant that much to me. And, you know, my mom highlighted to my dad, he needs you more than all your kids do. It's something about him, you know. And um, she wouldn't let go. She would, you know how mom is. When she feels some type of way, she would not let it go. And she did not let it go. And eventually, he started, you know, coming around more and spending more time with me specifically. And it was for that reason right there. And we became really, really close. Even when I lived in all the different states I lived in, you know, we would, you know, uh, keep in contact, write each other all the time. If he had some new development in his life, he want my opinion, you know. And uh, he'll send stuff to me, you know, and really value my opinion. And, you know, I'm his son, so we both thinkers. All we do is think. So he wants to know what another thinker thought. And, you know, we had a mutual respect for one another. We did. And I just, when I'm now in my life now, you know, I do think a lot about what would dad tell me to do? What would dad tell me to do? Sure, I'm self-sustaining. Sure, I'm grown. Sure, I'm, you know, in charge of my own life and taking care of my business. But still, you know, as I ran into, you know, some unusual times, unusual brick walls, unusual challenges, you know, I would go to one person I know that knows how to handle unusual, and that's my dad. So I think about it a lot more now than I ever have before. And uh, I'll tell you a little side story. You know, my dad really hadn't had a lot of jobs in his life. And it really wasn't until he got to his 60s that he got his first real job. And he excelled at it. He really did. And the thing is, you know, he actually ended up, you know, getting his GED and going to college. If you can believe that. When he passed away, he was an actual legitimate college student. Books in hand. He would, I would come over to his house. He was in there studying, doing his homework. He was serious about it, too. He was serious about it, too. And, you know, he was almost 70 by then. But he was committed to it. And one thing he told me, he wanted to live to see 70. You know, he had ran to one or two health issues. And that wasn't a thing that, you know, ended up being the end all thing. But, you know, that's what made him have that red flag and that, you know, put that particular goal, you know, in mind. He wanted to see 70. And sure enough, he saw 70. And shortly thereafter, he passed away. And it was interesting because all of those people that came through his life showed up. Showed up. Oh, man, it was insane. And, you know, people always have stories to tell. And when you're talking about someone that's kind of different, you know what I mean? Your story is going to be unique. So there's all these unique stories, you know. And that was just at the wake. 
I don't even get into the funeral. It was insane. But then I was proud. I was happy for him. He, you know, I feel like he deserved. That was the man I had come to know. And I was glad that, you know, the world had got to know him too. If you're close with your father, you know, maintain that closeness. If you feel some type of way when it comes to your father in a negative sense, you know, I can't. You know, we're going to tell them why I live their lives here. Uh, but I would do or hope that one day things can be repaired. I would say for me and my own children, you know, to my surprise, things became really, really strained as of late. And I think that's kind of an understatement. Really, really strained. And I think that what that highlighted for me is that they were somewhat strained all along. And I just didn't know it, you know. Had I know it, I would approach things a lot different. You know, you put a lot of energy into things. Parents really take parenthood serious. You know what I mean? I know even the ones you think that are bad parents still, they take it serious. <laughs> they might take being bad parents serious, but either way it go, they take it serious, man, you know. And, um, you know, I, I really sometimes you can go so hard at something and be so devoted to something that can turn and be your undoing that could be a mistake you know it's not necessarily requirement you know um, and so sometimes you can actually lose those that you desire so much in your life you know and that is a fact of life that's something I do know to be an actual fact. And so that was the thing that was kind of that blocking, you know, point. So if you do have your dad in your life, man, honor him. Honor him. You know, let him know. You know, he's not just no anybody. Let him know. Because, you know, I'm going to tell you something. From a male standpoint, it is really really means more more see mothers are always honored even by those that are not her children she has children that are not her biological children you know that's how moms are but a dad man who honors the dad really think about that who honors him could you imagine that extra confidence and that extra you know feeling of proudness you get someone says something positive about you from a father's standpoint let him have it man let him know it let him feel it you know he's not highlighting no newspaper you know and I'm not doing any parades for dad but you can do it you can do it you can set that tone you know and let him know that he's appreciated you know so I just want to dedicate this to my father. And I want to thank you, Dad, for everything that you've done for me. Thank you for being my father. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for standing tall in the moment when it came to being my father. And just so you know, God took over. And he's got me. So, you know, beautiful, beautiful. This is. 
Murphy, man. This is a nobody show.